everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Business Breakfast. I'm joined today by Vicky and Chris McAllister from the wonderful Tettenhall College located in the Midlands in central UK. Study UK started working with Tettenhall recently, and as a school, it has roughly 120 boarding students out of a total of approximately 400 students, but I'm sure Vicky and Chris will put me right if those figures are incorrect. It offers a quality, personalised education with a strong focus on leadership and teamwork. Vicky and Chris, welcome to the show. It's great to see you again. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for inviting us. <laughs> well, it was nice, you know, um, well, as you know, I spent a bit of time in, in London last year, got to meet you, Chris, and obviously Ed. But it seems funny because, I, Vicky, it seems as if I kind of know you, but we still actually haven't haven't met yet. You know, it's kind I of know. weird. I feel like we've known each other for years, but we have been talking for quite a long time now. We have. We have. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I remember meeting you. I remember meeting you actually at, that, at the very first British boarding school networking event, which is probably a year and a half ago now, isn't it? Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. that was that's when we when we first said so that's great. Um, so now, Chris, for our listeners, uh, and I mean, Vicky, you, you, I mean, you speak when you think it's it's more relevant to the work that you do. Um, I know that. Well, for our listeners, Vicky's more in charge of the of the of the admissions and the and the boarding community and the boarding life. And Chris, probably you have a more of a strategic, holistic view of the school, you know, as as headmaster. But I mean, can you give a quick overview of Tettenhall, its size, what it offers, and how it differs from from other boarding schools out there? Thank you very much, Sam. Well, as you said, uh, Tettenhall College is in the heart of England, so we're really very accessible uh, from uh, Birmingham Airport, only half a mile away, half half an hour away. Uh, Manchester Airport is uh, about an hour away. Okay. Into London on a, on a on a direct train in about an hour and forty minutes, an hour and a half. It's it's really very very quick, uh, and that really makes us uh, a, you know, a very accessible option for parents who uh, are looking for a, an excellent boarding school uh, in, 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 with a typical English experience for our students, um, because we have um, a school population of over five hundred. Uh, over five hundred thousand. Okay, yeah, well, I knew you put me right. So four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got so. a vibrant co-educational boarding community um, of well over a hundred, uh, and that's set in beautiful grounds um, of over thirty-three acres, uh, with uh, which is really quite nice because, as well as having that lovely sort of green space, uh, which yeah. includes you know uh, woodland uh, and uh, and playing fields, it's also um, at the heart of a village as well so yeah. pupils get the benefit um, of having not just a typical uh, uk english uh, independent boarding school experience uh, with other uh, you know native uh, local english speakers but they also get to be part of um, a, a typical english traditional village with its little bakeries and shops and, uh, and coffee shops and that sort of thing so which is very safe it's not a, a city center location yeah. But it's not out in the sticks either, where in, where it's yeah. too rural and there aren't things to to do and to to engage in. So, I think that that combination uh, of a really safe, uh, stimulating environment, uh, yeah. locality uh, that's very warm and friendly, uh, in a you know uh, a school which has a vibrant boarding community, but is predominantly UK English, uh, yeah. is. Is, is 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 for me what makes it particularly uh you know special and uh and distinct 
No, I think I think what you say there is really important, especially for our clients, because I mean, you know, I mean, I know I know you've had some experience with Chilean families and South American families, and you work quite closely with Mexicans as well. But it's a very kind of uh, it's a family environment, uh, and they want something essentially, as you touched on there, something which is safe, secure, but also you know, with with things to do because they want to send their their son or their daughter to experience something which is quintessentially English, and I think. Obviously, you offer that, which is which is um, with the with the with the boarding. We're going to touch on this later, but with the boarding community, um, would you say it's like an extended family? So, is it very much a, a kind of family yes. Uh, yes. atmosphere within the school? Absolutely, and I think that the way that we would always characterize it, because our own children go to the school as well. Um, it's, right. Um, every child um, is known to every uh, teacher and every teacher is known to every child that teaches them because that, that's really very important to us. Uh, it's what we want for our own children, so we expect it for every child in the school. And uh, Vicky will often talk about this, and she will later as well, I'm sure, about how if a child comes to us from you know, overseas, um, they're not known as the child from you know, Paris or from you know, yeah. Spain or, or from Germany. They're known by their name, and they're part of, uh, you know, a, a very strong friendship group within the whole school, uh, within their peers, and are known to staff. And integration is very important to us. Uh, there, are, for a Tettenhall College, uh, the, the boarding house is not a separate house; it's part of the school, the fabric of the school. Most right. of the teachers actually, have, uh, most of the the staff in the boarding house are actually teachers in the school as well. Yeah. So the levels of integration are really very high and very strong. Yeah. And for us, that's very important that everybody feels very much a sense of belonging uh, and also that they're enjoying their time at the school because we expect very high grades. We are very supportive and demanding and challenging uh, students to be their best version of themselves. Yeah. But do that by also enjoying their time at the school making really strong friendships with their peers uh, and making sure they're part of something something great. And, and for me, that's what I expect, as I said, for our own children. And we certainly expect it uh, for all the children at the school. And we see that every time we walk, not just in the boarding house, but down the corridors uh, and in the classrooms because yeah. the whole experience, really. I, th- I think something that, that that comes to mind when you mention that is that, for example, the boarding masters and the, and the house mistresses, whatever, uh, they double up. They both teach and they and they live in the boarding houses. So for the children, I think that must be, I mean, really useful because not only can they care for them pastorally, they also have an idea of their of their academic progress. Perhaps work with the working with them, you know, uh, you know. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So it's not well, just somebody that. Yeah, and and each of the members of the boarding team actually act as an academic mentor to, right. to a group of, of boarding students. I like so that. as well as like you say, of course, pastoral care is at the heart of what they do. But yeah. they meet every every few weeks and, and sit down with each boarding student. They look at where their their homework is, look at how their grades are on that yeah. learning cycle, and of course, then they're, they're working alongside their colleagues in the academic department so if there is a need to troubleshoot or provide some extra support um they can go along to the academic development sessions there's all sorts going on but you, you ask um sam w- w- what makes us a bit different and i and i think yeah. one of the things i'd really highlight is the fact that as well as knowing the child really really well we also make a huge effort to know families really well 
Um, so I, I get the privilege of traveling around the world and uh, meeting, <laughs> meeting people like yourself, but also most importantly, if I can, the, the, the families of the yeah. students with us. Um, so, um, for example, we, we, we had, uh, we've got three students from Peru with us at the moment. Yeah. And we had the pleasure of, of having dinner with the, the, the parents of two of those really? students the other week. Um, knowing those families, knowing who they are, where they come from, yeah. what's important. All the mums have got my WhatsApp number. Um, so that, right. that to Fantastic. me is, is, as a mum, um, yeah. is, it's hugely important. No, I really like that. I like that. Well, I know what to fry listeners, you know, Ted Nord's coming out to, to Santiago in Chile uh, in wise. About three weeks now, isn't it? Yeah. I know. So, so uh, yeah. well, I know you've been you've been travelling quite extensively uh, over the last little month or so, Vicky. So uh, now we're really looking forward to to working with you to Santiago and and to, to you meeting some some of our families as well. So that's great. We're very so, excited about that. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. So as you know, Pitt English Study UK is sending its first students to Teton Hall this year, which is obviously very exciting. How do you think Chilean South American students benefit from spending time with you at Tettenhall? And what do you think Chilean and South American students would like about your school, about Tettenhall? Uh, very good question. Well, I think probably I think, you've touched on it already, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, it's, it's very important that schools are about people. Uh, and it's about not just the wonderful facilities that we have, because they will enjoy, you know, an indoor heated swimming pool. There are lots of sports facilities, playing fields lots of fresh air, forests and school site, you know, um, you know, rugby. AstroTurf, rugby, football, uh, hockey, netball, badminton, we're even a squash England uh, club in our own right. Uh, Is that right? So there's, there's lots of things that we want them to try new things, uh, uh, as well as traditional English sports and pastimes, but also um, their English itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that sort of language development is very important to us. And that really comes not just by the excellent EAL, uh, English as an additional language provision yeah. that we have on site and in-house uh, in terms of our team that, at the school, but also from the, the way that we integrate students fully into the curriculum. So that they're not in a, in, a, in a separate academic wing of the school. They're actually in lessons with other English uh, students and they're, making friendships, they're making bonds, they're practicing their English. And I think that one of the challenges with that for them is that at first it's very tiring. Yeah. You're translating and having having sort of been in a in a similar situation myself uh, as a youngster, you're you're translating an, another language into your own. Where was that, Chris? Where was that? Uh, oh this was just in France uh, when I was sort of like growing up having sort of de vacances experiences and Great. short term, you know, immersions like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're, it's exhausting at first, the first two weeks in particular. But after that, um, it yeah. becomes far more natural. And the the, the, ch the change with that is is quite phenomenal because students start to actually um, engage directly in English. And they as well as having made good friends during that time and they can enjoy their friendships yeah. as well. Uh, and so we, we tend to find that it's they're, they're very tired at first, the first couple of weeks, but they're enjoying it. They're learning new things. They're getting to meet each other. And then after that, it becomes much easier um, to, you know, the, the language comes much more naturally. And that immersion experience for us, we find is the best way 
for, for young minds to learn a language and to uh, and, and and to enjoy their time at school. I agree with you 100%. I think, you know, I mean, it's great. I've kept myself very fortunate to be in a situation like this where I can, you know, where we have that market to send, you know, children from here to the UK because I think that, now, as you say, it's tiring. I mean, my, when I first moved to Chile, you know, 12 years ago now, but it was very, very tiring, you know. But I mean, what children have, which adults don't, is that they, they don't have that fear of speaking, you know. So I think that for children, uh, they make progress very, very quickly. And even with my own children, you know, it basically takes a month, you know, for them. And then they just click into gear and get on with it, you know. They're, they're not afraid of making mistakes, which I think is... And also, you know, the, you touched on there with friendships. Making friendships is the key to that, I think, isn't it? Feeling comfortable in your surroundings. Oh, very um, much so. And I think that's where particularly sport um, plays an enormous yeah. role. Like, I work quite extensively with with families from South America and, and, and Mexico over the last 10 years or so. Yeah. And, and generally, many of the students are, are really passionate about all sorts of different sports, uh, just being athletic in general and, and participating. Um, and I think that works brilliantly with British boarding schools because um, sport is seen now very much as a, a, an integral part of what mm. we do, mm. uh, not just from a health and fitness perspective although that's really important but it builds those those um skills around teamwork resilience um supporting others learning to lose gracefully as well um all <laughs> of those soft skills that that i think um are, are so important but fundamentally they build bonds and they build friendships and uh and, and actually give them such pleasure because that's what we often hear them talk about when when we, yeah. we say, what did you enjoy? And, and so often it is the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know, well, for our listeners, I know that uh, you've got uh, uh, the children of Ralph Jimenez of Wolverhampton Wanderers at your school, haven't you? Well, hopefully... You, you know, might have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Tettenhall is a very, very big football school. It's got, it's got a football academy, right? Well, uh, we play an awful lot of football and we're, we're yeah. really lucky because actually the boys' boarding house overlooks the training ground for Wolverhampton Wanderers, the Premiership team. Fantastic. So you, 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 you'll, you'll quite often spot a Premiership player or, or five um, around the place. So uh, we love our football. Football's really important. But actually, I will say, um, and I always say this to students who are coming to, to, to the school, because um, they... You know, it's that leveler, isn't it? Football, whether you're from Mexico, whether you're from South America, Absolutely. or Nigeria, Absolutely. or Germany, all these different places. Everybody loves football. Um, yeah. But I will always um, encourage the students, as well as playing football, which they will, to try lots of new things. And and I know often that the students from Chile yeah. are, are yeah. rugby, for example, or, or, yeah. or field hockey. But what about trying fencing or laser yeah. shooting or um, all those other? I couldn't um, agree more. It's like squash, it's like paddle, um, all of those things yeah. that, that perhaps they're going to take home as as new skills and new memories. Well, absolutely, one hundred percent. You've got to make hay whilst the sun shines, haven't you? So, so no, I completely endorse what you're saying there, Vicky. Now, on your website, it says that we are ambitious not only for our students to achieve the highest academic standards, but to be the best versions of themselves possible. So how does Tetanol help children to be the best version of themselves, including overseas students, who are perhaps only with you for a limited time? Well, I think that's very important because for me, uh, as a parent, not just as the headmaster, we've got uh, 
wonderful opportunity to make the most of every child's experience at the school for however long they're with us. And really, that means by making sure that every time they walk into a lesson, they're doing so with enthusiasm, that they're enjoying their learning while they're with us. That's very important. Uh, but they're also stretched in lessons. Uh, and that whatever their ability to start off with, we want them to do as well as they possibly can. And there's always a bit more to give. So uh, we, we want them to have a, a great time with us. We expect academic standards. Uh, one thing I always say to my students is, you know, your best will always be good enough. But how do you know when you've done your best? And asking yourself that question on a regular mm. basis mm. is really important because there is no shortage of support from all of our teachers who love their jobs, who who, who wants uh, you know children to be asking lots of questions in their lessons and to be you know putting their hands up and in part participating because that's how children learn best, uh, and it also makes you know teaching a far <laughs> a, a far more enjoyable experience, uh, experience yeah. for the teacher as well. So. Really, for, for us, it's not that a child is from a particular country or particular area. Mm. It's that they're part of our school and that we want them to be thriving there. And that means that if they come with an open mind to try new things, to enjoy new opportunities and make friends, uh, they'll find a very welcoming school. Lots of peers who want to get to know them and staff who want to get the most out of them as well. Absolutely. That's a really good point, actually, because one mm. of the reasons why quite a few of the families in our local area send their children, the, the British families, yeah. is because they get to experience um, being in classes and, and, and learning alongside students from other parts of the world. So it, it works both ways, actually. Um, but I think just to build on what Chris said, I think what our school does really, really well is allow children to become confident versions of themselves. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean arrogant, it doesn't mean no. overconfident, but just that quiet confidence that they know what their particular skills are. And we celebrate um, all sorts of achievements. Of course, academics, we're yeah. in school, of course, it's, it's fundamental. But, you know, for those students who, who um, are on the school council or get involved in charity work or um, are performing in musicals on stage yeah. all of that celebrated as much as uh, as other aspects of school life no, absolutely I, I think also that, that that environment of trust you know and 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 friendship allows children to be able to ask questions even they think it's a daft question you know you probably have, have children like that should i be asking this question you know is this a ridiculous what question but i think there's no such thing as a silly question so, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. So, I mean, you know, it's like creating that element of of trust in the classroom, you know, where children feel that they can ask whatever question they like, you know. So I think that's important, isn't it? Now, very good. Now, in your experience, um, how do overseas students adapt to learning English whilst they're with you? Would you say that students noticeably improve their English communication during a three or a six month stay? And how else do they develop? Yes, no, I think that um, really, as we said, um, that, that sort of immersion experience is the best possible way that they can learn English. Yeah. And I think that um, they'll have no support, shortage of support in terms of the qualifications, in terms of EAL uh, and the, the IELTS exams uh, that we want them to be entered for and to do well in for their university applications and for their next steps, whatever they are. But also um, the practical day-to-day total immersion in English with their friends, their teachers, uh, their social group, uh, the boarding staff uh, and their fellow uh, peers to really make sure that they're 
um, taking every opportunity, speaking in English, listening in English, learning in English, uh, and really within a relatively short space of time. And I think your timeline is absolutely right. The, the first two three weeks are you know challenging. You're remembering. You you know you're you're translating. After that, so quickly uh, it becomes second nature, uh, and within a very short space of time. Uh, children are speaking English, but in an English accent as well, which is wow. always quite nice. Uh, Not an American accent, yeah. <laughs> No, God forbid. <laughs> but, but it's also a cultural experience for them as well, yeah. and they get to do that as well as a language acquisition, which is really yeah. important. So, but yeah. but also, um, you know, particularly those who are coming for for a short period of time, it the, often I do find students from from South America can can come with quite good spoken English. Yeah. So they can communicate, they can listen to instructions and so on. But what we do find quite often is that their written English, perhaps their their grammar, um, is areas where that they, they can make quite significant progress because again, as Chris has said, everything that they're doing is is in that way so whether they're in science whether they're in geography whether they're in in art everything is being written up in English and and it's amazing how quickly the the English language benefits because they're being exposed to having to do not only the speaking but the the listening the writing the the grammatical development um and of course they they have if they need it the EAL lessons as well yeah, absolutely. But would you say that confidence plays a plays a big part in it, in in how confident they are in speaking yes. in public, for example? Yes. And we don't take that for granted either, because um, as Vicky said earlier, you know, we we want to to foster that sense of confidence in them that they they're taught how to cope with new situations that mm. are new and challenging in a, in a different environment. But for me, all my students are citizens of the world. They all have something to learn from each other. Uh, and we want them to enjoy that journey, um, you know, at school, and uh, and to to make those strong friendships and bonds, uh, and to to make sure that they make the most of all the opportunities that there are. Um, and there are lots of activities as well as the sports mm. that we want them to get into and to enjoy, and the trips to London and to Oxford, to Harry yeah. Potter World, <laughs> or even take them to art galleries and something quite cultural, and they they enjoy those too. So it's a really well-rounded and holistic approach to their experience at school because you know academics are really important to us but they're sure enjoying their time at school is the best way they can to actually get the most out of their education and and that's what's so important to us yeah from my own experience you know it's been an absolute pleasure working with you because you know you're not also uh, something which is worth noting is that you're a non-selective school um and that that for us and for our families is really important because as you say, the academic side is important, but you know you can reach leadership leadership qualities through through other means as well. You know, and uh, certainly from from our perspective, the families that want to come and, and visit you is more from a cultural point of view, meeting new people, and obviously developing the language as well. But I think that's something which plays quite a, quite a big part. You're absolutely right, and I think particularly the younger students, so those aged between probably about twelve and. 14 in particular, 14, 15. Um, It's just so lovely to see how they don't see difference. They don't see, you know, they they see so beyond um, barriers that adults perhaps might put in place. And and quite frankly, they they blend and get together and and build friendships in a way that that I think we could all learn from um, uh, later on, because I think it's it's just... 
yeah and and I think that's self that it's almost self-selecting in a way I think if you're a sort of family who are looking for um a school that's going to be like Chris said very welcoming but also um we take very seriously the fact that this is a really expensive thing to do and yeah. um, we, we know it's a lot of money um, yeah. and it, we we don't take that for granted however yeah. um you know however much a, a family might be worth that this is still a lot of money that they're they're investing absolutely um, it is. Yeah. So, so we take it really seriously and, and we see it as a real responsibility that the student gets the very most out of their time with us however yeah. long or short that might be excellent excellent so guys this has been an absolute pleasure talking to you is there anything else that you would like to, to add that you think is important for future families and students to know about Titton Hall anything that we haven't touched upon or whatever uh, I think just to underline the fact that it's not just um, the, 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 the child that would be joining Technol College. They as a family would be joining uh, TC as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, whether they're near or far, uh, they will always be welcome. And uh, they'll be part of that that, that group um, that, uh, that is very special to us uh, because we have a relationship uh, with, with families, not just uh, making sure that their children are well-educated and happy at school, they need to feel comfortable being in touch with the school, the house parents, uh, you know, Vicky, myself, because, uh, you know, they're, they're very much part of this journey as well. Yeah, perfect. That's, I think that's really, really important to, yeah, to communicate to, to the parents. So listen, uh, Chris and Vicky, I've really enjoyed speaking to you. Yeah, it's, it's been a really nice experience. Have you have you enjoyed? It? Is this your? No, this isn't your first podcast. You've done plenty of podcasts, but we've really enjoyed it too, Sam. Uh, <laughs> we're so excited about Santiago. Um, yeah, we're yeah. really we're really looking forward to it. We're really looking forward to it. So you know, we're obviously we've received all the all your marketing material. We're just uh, we're getting on with that. I think Clara's going to write to you le- later about uh, in developing that. But certainly, yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing you in Santiago in, in, a, in a month or so, and we can't wait to kind of you know send more students to you at the to, to your to your wonderful school. You know, so you. thanks so much for joining us today, Chris. Thanks a lot. Have a have a good have a good uh, rest of your half term. Rest and relax a little bit, Vicky, <laughs> as well before you go off on your travels again. So that's all from us this week on the Business Breakfast. I want to thank Chris and Vicky for joining us today uh, on the program. Uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. It's available on various platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. That's all from us this week. Chris and Vicky, thanks very much. Thank you very much, sir. Take care. I'll see you next time for another episode.